Hello and welcome to the Trouble with the Snap podcast. I am Tyler Hayward. Um, it, normally, uh, I don't like to do these shows, you know, the day of basketball games or football games or anything like that. Not enough time to get the information out, let it cycle through, whatever that may be. Um, so we're not going to dive too much into the games tonight. Now, uh, that being said, we are going to talk a little bit about what we talked about yesterday with Anthony Iani, which was the melee in Madison or whatever it is that you want to call it before we dive into that. You can just on Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, obviously, check out the Facebook page, like the Facebook page. Comment on some of the content from the Facebook page. Sean Vergoven is with me today. And, Sean, look, we, we already talked about this yesterday, uh, like I said, with Anthony. However, the punishments didn't get doled out until about an hour after we finished recording. And so we're going to go over the punishments today, and we're going to play a little game. How's that sound? Sean, are you with me? Hey, yep. Yeah. That sounds like a plan. All Dang. right. So we're going to play a game. Uh, you know, uh, it's going to be too harsh, too light, just right. And we're going to be talking about uh, everybody's punishments. We'll go through the Wisconsin guys first because let's be real. We cover Michigan and Michigan State here. And no one really cares about that. So we're going to start with uh, that player who got suspended for a game. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Hey, uh, no, I don't think that was uh, – I think I think it was just about right. Yeah, I, me, me too. Look, here's the thing. You got you got into the scuffle. It is what it is. You know what I mean? That's, uh, that's one of those types of situations where you have to punish the kid. He's uh, – you know, you're getting into it a little bit. Um. And if, and if I'm being completely honest, though, I think I probably would have handed it to uh, the Wisconsin assistant instead. I think that uh, he played a little bit more of a role in it. Shockingly, he got nothing from the Big Ten. Uh, what are your thoughts about uh, his punishment? Or I think or... he got a, I, Yeah, I think he got off way too late. Way too late. If anything, he inserted himself into it for no reason. He should have absolutely had the same punishment as like any coach rest of the season gone he made he made physical contact with michigan's players that's where i'm kind of drawing the line you know what i mean like yeah that that that's an issue for me and now do i think it should have been more than a game like you said rest of the season now nah, i'm i'm not really in on that just because i mean yes he made physical contact but he was trying to de-escalate the situation while at the same time ending, ending up uh, escalating it. Uh, the head honcho, Greg Gard, $10,000 fine. No suspension. Thoughts? Uh, I would say I would say probably even, maybe even a little too harsh, but probably closer to right. I mean, he, you know, he did make contact with, um, with Howard, but it was more along the lines of, hey, let's, let's have this conversation not like a malicious intent, but he did make contact. So I would probably say, you know, probably right. But 
even then, I don't think I don't think it was really warranted. Yeah, and uh, look, here's the thing. I'm gonna say too harsh. Uh, okay. He did. He did make the physical contact. There was no malicious intent. And if anybody knows anything about those types of situations recently, Sean, you know this. I'm gonna keep it. The listeners don't really need to know it. If you know, you know. I have a little experience in that area lately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm obviously on the too harsh or on that punishment being way too harsh. $5,000 for him. Maybe, but tell me what he did wrong. Oh, and yeah. like a lot, of, a lot of things I hear. Oh, well, he touched him. You know, we're grown up. Uh, it, when we're grown up, you got to you know, uh, keep your hands yourself and all that type of stuff. And it's like, Oh, sorry that Greg Gard didn't keep his hands to himself. In the handshake line, he reached yeah. for Juwan Howard's hand. He grabbed his hand. If you don't want to be stopped and have someone try to explain their side of the story, don't be a petulant little child and try to say, oh, I'm going to remember this mess. Yeah. Like, under your breath and then try to get the last word and expect not to have a not have someone not say, hold up, let's – try to talk about this and then you start screaming don't blink and touch me don't blink and touch me you know what you started the entire situation on the court and off the court that's on you if you wanted to get the last word in you could have just sent a text to greg guard blocked his number you could have done anything else you didn't have to get into that line and try to walk by him that's on you that's not on greg guard i have no issues with that greg guard twenty five hundred dollars to five thousand tops that well on the on the flip side when you look at when you look at his salary ten thousand dollars that's going to be paid by the school i mean it's more of a which makes it fun here to anything yeah i mean it's more of a gesture than anything yeah yeah it's a, it's a little slap on the wrist but i mean like i said i'm i'm glad the school's taking care of that because i don't think it should have been much if anything, um, you know, you grab somebody's hand in the handshake line and try to hold them up just to explain your side of the story. I have no issues with that. Yeah, uh, I mean, look at how Izzo shakes hands. He grabs everybody's elbow when he shakes yeah. their hand. Yeah, and Greg Gard may have done it just a little more firm, but there was nothing violent about it. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, let, uh, let, let's, let's get over to the side that people on this show care about, uh, which is the Michigan side of things. And we are going to start with Terrence Williams for one game. Um, I, I think it's a little light, to be honest. I think it's a little light because um, it was after the fact. He comes in. He comes in a swinging. Um, I would have said probably two or maybe one or two. I would say probably two or three, to be honest. But, yeah, I think it was a little light. I, I'm torn on this one. You know, this is first offense, kind of like the Wisconsin player. You know what I mean? And yeah, you shouldn't have done whatever you did. It did kind of get greenlit by uh, Juwan Howard. I mean, it was greenlit by Juwan Howard. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm thinking maybe for Terrence Williams, that's just about right. I'm gonna save the other Michigan player for later because I got some stuff to say on that. Oh. Um, okay. Juwan Howard, five games, 40K. Uh, way too light. Way too light. Um, if you – so if you wanted to – I'm okay with the five games and 
you know, 100K or the rest of the season to include postseason and 10K or 30K, 40K, whatever. But essentially, you said it is, you have now set the precedence that it is perfectly acceptable for your coach to lay hands on someone. And they essentially, he gets a slap on the wrist when you look at his salary in the games. It's not, I mean, they are fighting for an NCAA tournament berth, but it's going to be a playing game if they even get in. And so they're not, it's not like they're fighting for a one or two seed here. They are, this is a wash of a season for them. Um, he's suspended for the rest of the season. I, I think he got off extremely light, extremely light. And I'll be perfectly honest. If this is anybody that isn't named Jawan Howard, he's out the door yesterday. Jawan Howard, like Jim Harbaugh, they have, they have nowhere else to go. Michigan has nowhere else to turn when these guys leave. No, and I mean, you, you, you project because you projected both of them as your saviors to the entire world from the second they came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said these, you said these are the prodigal sons. These are Michigan men, leaders of championship teams. Well, not Joan Howard because the Fat Five, did, Fat Five didn't win anything. Um, but like these are Michigan men. These are going to come in and return us to national prominence. And lo and behold, has not happened. Yeah. So. It, okay. I, I'm going to say something I wasn't going to because I think it's childish. I think it's petty. For Philly, we're supposed to be relatively unbiased. Um, and that's the thing. I will be unbiased or whatever, but there's just something laughable to me about the Michigan man statement, the, that phrase. I didn't act like a Michigan man should have. Oh, so uh, you should act like your president that got boosted and then rehired. Or you should act yeah. like a hockey coach who lied about COVID results and player intimidation. Um, you should act like Jim Harbaugh who doesn't even want to freaking be there. You should act like uh, Ward Manuel who hasn't taken down a statue of somebody who enabled the serial rapist. You should act like... like What's a Michigan man? <laughs> that that yeah. that's one of that's one of my things. It's just one of my tangents or whatever. Like I said, no, I get it. If, if you if you want the Michigan side of things, if you want that type of stuff, y'all find Jeremy on Facebook. Hit him up. Tell him he's supposed to be on the show. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's too light as well. Uh. 40K, make it 50. I don't know where you come up with a number like $40,000. Yeah. Um, 50, I guess, that type of thing. I would have been fine with that. Um, just, I don't know. And maybe that's just the fact that I hate Michigan. I'm just, saying, just making extra tens because screw Juan Howard type deal. Um, yep. But so maybe I'm, maybe somewhere deep down in whatever's left of my soul, I'm okay with $40,000. Um, the five games, though, I think is way too low. And yeah, because that, here's the thing is I, I keep hearing on other shows that are talking about this, uh, if there were seven games left in the season, I think it would have been seven. If there were six games left, in the, it would have been six. I keep hearing that type of crap. Uh, guess what? There's at least six in the season. I don't know if you know. Michigan yeah, is going to play in the a- tournament. Yeah. Well, in, in, so in my class opinion, in the Big Ten, and you play in that tournament. Yep. Yeah, so, in my opinion, in my opinion, 
you so you have the scuffle at Rutgers and this now. So now and you have threatening a, to kill Mark Turgeon. Yeah, that was last year, but I'm talking just this year. You have a oh, pattern okay. of behavior with this Michigan team that they they are not afraid. They will get into a physical altercation after the game. To me, if I am if I am War Manual or uh, Kevin Warren, Warren, I am looking at this going. This is a postseason ban. Number one, it'll feel a little hollow because they're not going to make the tournament anyway, yeah. right? So, but you you this is a this is an imposed this is imposed uh, postseason ban. They don't get to play in the NCAA tournament or the NIT. They don't get that. They don't get that. I would say I would even say honor. Because even if it is the NIT, it is a postseason tournament. You're competing to be the 69th best team in the country. Um, so even like it is a it is an honor to play in those. You don't get that. You don't get that. Like you because we now have a pattern of behavior with this Michigan team specifically, and we have Jawan Howard pattern. This is a problem, and you are quickly becoming a team of. Brad Davidson's who are willing to carry it over off the court. Okay. Let, let me ask you this. If this happens game three, mm-hmm. how many games are you suspending John Howard for? If it happens three. three, beginning three. <laughs> uh, if it's like the first three, like two of the first three games, this happens. Um, I'm probably suspending Juwan Howard. Um, probably till January. Like up up through January probably, so about a twenty game suspension. Yeah, I would I would say yeah, up up to January or up till league play, something like that. You know, fifteen games because you because well also if it's the first three games you have two fights in back to back weeks. The Rutgers thing was well, you know well, beginning of what, January I think. That, here's the thing: throw that out the window as far as the season goes. Obviously, keep yeah. it in mind when you're reprimanding Juwan Howard. But as far as the season goes, throw it out the window. If just the Greg Gard, the Wisconsin incident happened, combat at Cole, you know, melee at Madison, whatever one you want to use, I don't care. Trouble with the slap. Uh, if that happens in game three of the season and Rutgers is still on Juwan Howard's uh, – you know, list resume. Yeah, okay. I'm. I'm. Pro- I'd probably. I'd probably say like a 15 game suspension. Yeah, I'd say yeah, 15 it, games. Yeah, and I'd say 10. And so I would just hit him right now with all 10 of those games potentially. And I mean, obviously, you can say 10 games here. Depends what you do with the NIT. Blah blah. Depends what you do in the NCAA tournament. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do anything like that. I would just hit him with the rest of the season. And just yeah. say that's it. You're 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 done. Um, I mean, if we're being honest, and we've talked about this with Jeremy, I've talked about it with Chris Stanton filling in. I talked about it with Anthony Ayani yesterday. Is Phil Martelli's the head coach of the team? Juwan Howard's a lead recruiter. And in basketball, if it's set up like that, that works. And so Phil Martelli's going to be taking over. He's mm-hmm. just let him have it the rest of the year. What what does it matter if he does what he's supposed to do with Michigan's schedule that they have and all that type of stuff? Michigan is not making the tournament. 
Yeah. Um, and so what does that matter? If he exceeds his expectations, guess what? Martelli's got an opportunity to do some other things. And so I, if Michigan was involved in this conversation or anything else, I would have just hit it for the rest of the year this late in the year. If it's the middle of the season game, third game of the year or whatever, i just grab third just to see how far you would go with it. Um, but if it, it happened then, I'd, I'd hit him with the 10-game suspension. And yeah. so that, so that's where I'm at with that. Now, now, Musa uh, Diabat is the okay. one guy we haven't talked about yet, and okay. I think it's a crying shame that Juan Howard's the one who's, you know, hoarding all of this attention. And the reason I say that is, well, first off, you're not doing that well this year. Martelli's still a good basketball mind, even though he has the tendency to drop a shoulder on Gabe Brown every once in a while and be violent in his own right. Um, but Martelli's a good basketball mind. I don't think you're losing much. Uh, you heard him in press conference today say we're still going to do things like Coach Howard sets up and all that type of stuff. Um, yeah. And so... I don't think you're losing that much with Juan Howard. Now, who I think you're losing it with is Musa Diabate. And the reason is, is I think he's the best player on the team. You can give me Hunter Dickinson stats. You can give me all this postseason accolades when the season ends compared to Diabate's. I really don't care. Musa Diabate is the best player on that basketball team. He is the most talented player on that basketball team. Hunter Dickinson's just a wide load with a left-handed hook shot. That's yep. what it is. You can exploit Hunter Dickinson like crazy. You cannot do that with Diabate. Um, and I think it's absolutely stupid that he only got one game. There is no way that should have been one game. He has an attitude issue. You saw him with an incredible block, by the way, on Max Christie, and he was running his mouth, and Max Christy will obviously be quick to point out. You're down by 20. Um, but at the same time, that Rutgers incident that we talked about, that was ignited by Musa Diabate throwing elbow. Yeah. Now, yeah. have him throwing haymaker and nothing connected, thank goodness, because even though he's just a freshman, he is a physical freak of nature. He should have been suspended at the very least three games. Yeah. Well, I so my I think the the players are giving a pass because Howard made it acceptable, right? Howard said, "Yeah, yeah we're 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 throwing we're throwing bones, we're laying hands, like you know." So yeah. that's the problem is Howard Howard set that expectation. Here's my problem is just like a hockey player that in, that intentionally baseball swings their hockey stick at a player's head this is this is not in the comp- this is not in the spirit of competition this isn't during the game this is clearly after and this this kid just comes in throwing like throwing haymakers just trying to knock somebody out and i mean don't we we both don't like wisconsin it's a known fact brad davidson yeah, yeah. We, we i talked him. about that yesterday yeah, absolutely. We want to punch him, but you don't. That's not a thing you do. 
we are fans. We are, even if we had the chance, we would not punch Brad Davidson. Like, but well. you, you don't go. <laughs> fair point. You don't go through. You don't go through that handshake line. Like, I'm going to knock you up. Because let's be honest, you got your ass kicked by Wisconsin. It's a thing. It happens. It, you're playing at the Kohl Center, and Wisconsin is playing just as good as anybody else in the Big Ten right now. So let's right. just, you know, you got your ass kicked. Shake the hands and move on. Yeah, and I mean, luckily Diabate had the aim of stormtroopers when he was swinging, but he's uh, like, like I said, man, he he's a talented, talented, talented kid. I don't, yeah, and I don't want to say you need to make an example out of him or anything else like that, but he came in swinging. This is not his first offense, and the fact that he was not talked to or warned or anything by the Big Ten. This one-game suspension tells me he was not talked to or warned or anything by the Big Ten about the Rutgers incident that he started. Mm -hmm. That, to me, indicates, you know, a lack of leadership on uh, Power Warren's dad. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing about it is gosh, you know what? You would think that with um well here's here's a good thing first for Diabate is they're playing Rutgers so he doesn't have to worry about that again um next when he's suspended but uh here's the thing you think with someone and I'm not saying there should be any sort of favoritism I'm just saying that Michigan should actually get what they freaking deserve when the athletic director's kid goes to Michigan State you would at least think that they would get a little something that would make it seem like it's not the big two in little 12. And yeah. I, I, like I said, Juwan Howard, he might've been a little bit too light. Terrence Williams. I'm cool with the game. I'm, I can live with that. Diabate should be at least two more games. Yeah. Just because of that. So that, that's where I sit with it. Um, you know, really quick because Michigan State and Iowa play tonight. Like I said, I don't like to do this. Um, I don't like to do shows day of games because it doesn't really get cycled through. It's old information by the time you, uh, you know, by the time our great like six listeners listen to the show. Um, but <laughs> Rutgers and Michigan play in a couple of days. So technically, this is. We're, we're going to skip over the Michigan State-Iowa game tonight, but Rutgers-Michigan play tomorrow. Musa Diabate, Terrence Williams out. How do you think they do without those two? Uh, well, I mean, because they lost at Rutgers, so they're playing They're playing in Ann Arbor. Um, I mean, there's two Rutgers. There's a top-five team Rutgers when they play in Piscataway and, like, a bottom-five team Rutgers when they're away from Piscataway. Uh, will will those two be gone? Being gone really like impact Rutgers' ability or Rutgers' ability to win away from home? Who knows? Yeah. Um. But given yeah. given it all, I would say this is going to do one of two things for Michigan. It's either going to galvanize and they're going to go on a tear. They're going to win the Big Ten tournament and make the and make the NCAA, or they're going to lose from here on out. And. Uh, the, the Rutger game will be the part that determines that. Um, and I personally think it's just, it's going to cause a rift. They're too young. They don't have the senior leadership. 
most of the, the most of the upper upper class guys are already checked out. The coach is suspended. I mean, so I think I think they're going to lose. I think Michigan's going to lose, and Rutgers is going to Rutgers is going to do go in and actually pick up a quality win. Yeah, Rutgers has picked up a couple quality ones on the road too lately. I mean, I've sat there and I've had the same thought that you've had. You know, they're a bottom five team in the league when they're away from home, but in Piscataway, they're a top five team in the country. Exactly. That I mean, I've been right there with you on that, and I've. You know, there's record of that on social media, and I'm sure I said that on here a couple of times. They're they're a different animal at home. But when yeah. you don't have Diabate, and when you don't have Terrence Williams, and you don't have guys who can guard Ron Harper Jr. Yeah. Well, I, their, their entire game plan is going to be get the ball to Hunter Dickinson in the post. That's mm-hmm. their entire game plan. That's their entire game plan anyways. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, you're not wrong. The the only difference is yeah, is you don't have Diabate's ability to get some offensive boards, and Terrence Williams might be your one okay outside shooter right now, and yeah. so I think that is going to be um, you know a little bit of an issue missing those two. Uh, you don't have anyone who can guard Ron Harper Jr. Now, um, you know, you try with Houston, I guess. Brandon Johns isn't going to be able to do it. Who are we kidding? So yeah. you you put yourself in a precarious position, and you said this Rutgers game is going to decide the rest of the season for Michigan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Rutgers. I'm, I'm going to take Rutgers. I think yeah. it's going to be. I think it's going to be closer than people think, given what's gone. The head coach, D. Bate, your best player, obviously, and Terrence Williams, who's a key role player one of the very few role players that Michigan has coming off the bench. I think it's going to be closer than people think, because I think you will see a little bit of that galvanization. I think that Hunter Dickinson um, is still going to command quite a bit of attention, but at the same time, these guys are comfortable shooting at Chrysler. So I think they're a little more efficient than they were in the first game against Rutgers. I think it's going to be closer than expected. I still think Rutgers is going to take this. That's right. uh, Yeah. But, yeah, we're going to go ahead. We're going to wrap it up here. Um, sorry you had to come on for just Michigan talk. I know we like to mix it up yeah. a little bit. But well, given the circumstances, also, I feel like this had well, to be covered a little well, bit. Yeah, let, let, let's be honest. Is there really anything positive to talk about Michigan State basketball right now? Like Potentially. Potentially, but we're on like a four-game losing skit. Like oh, no, we lost if any, five, if, you lose that middle game, but no, it, look, I, <laughs> me, 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 and Anthony talked about some of the changes we'd like to see in the lineup, and if you want to hear those, you can uh, listen to yesterday's show uh, where we obviously broke down the, you know, the incident in Wisconsin. Um, but yeah, if, so you know, we we offered some. some Suggestions to Dwayne Stevens as far as uh, the rotations and stuff go. Well, uh, my part, part of that and March, part of that. March first, he needs to be Tom Izzo's personal bodyguard through the handshake line. That's my yeah. that's my recommendation mm-hmm. to Dwayne Stevens. I'd like to see Mady Sissoko run that role, but yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that. I mean, I'd I'd like to see Keon Coleman a little bit more, Tyson Walker. You know what? Is it time to just start him? It looks like he's been finding the shot over the last four games. 
You know, do you start him again? I know you don't want to mix up the lineup too much, but AJ Hogarth, until he develops a shot, is nothing more than a change of pace type player. Um, he's a very, very good one. But, I mean, that that's what it is. You know, Tyson Walker can be slow and methodical and work a half-court offense. Hogarth can r- run it up the floor and get the team moving. I So I'm curious to see, you know, how that plays out. And I think that that may change some things. If Tyson Walker can be inserted into the starting lineup, play more of a role and keep knocking down the shots. I mean, I don't expect yeah. him to score 25 points for six minutes. But, I mean you've there's got to be a little bit more consistency there because of because I think Illinois just gave everybody the blueprint on how to run away from Michigan State even though that game ended up being a three-point game (laughs) dude go under the screens and give Hogarth six feet of space you'll be fine if you go back out there so it's it's like when Tum Tum was running the point yeah, except the thing I said yesterday is Hogarth's more efficient than Tum Tum as far as the shot goes yeah, he's willing well, to take it. I mean, and, we're more efficient than Tum Tum on the shot. Yeah, he he's he's willing to take it though. Yeah, and that that that's the difference is he's willing to take it and he's capable of making it. If he can develop that shot over the off season, he's going to be a really really good basketball player with his size and his speed and his strength. Like if yeah. he can just develop that shot a little bit, he's going to be a stud. But uh, oh, yeah. right right now he's not there because you can see him take people off the dribble from six feet away. If you make them, if you develop a respectable shot and get them up, in, up into your chest, you can bowl them over and run right through them like, oh god, yep. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to say it, like LeBron. Um, but and on that note, yeah, that's a Tyler's cut off from the microphone. So you, you saw uh, LeBron. We're what? done. <laughs> you spoke I, highly I, of Logan. We're done. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's a wrap. Uh, for Sean Vergoven, I'm Tyler Hayward. This is The Trouble with the Snap.